welcome to Being You, a podcast with me, Taylor Way, talking about different topics that really empower you to straight up just be yourself. This is a space where we celebrate being different. We celebrate being unique and being a fully embodied, expressed soul. outside of me that will determine whether or not I'm lovable or if I belong. But in that scenario, we're giving away our power and we're truly waiting to be big. We're waiting to take up space. We're waiting for that thing outside of us to let us know, yes, you're safe here. You can be yourself. But what if we entered into every situation knowing that we belong, knowing that because we're there, we get to take up space. Just because we exist, we get to be big. Just because we are in existence, we belong. Who would you be then? This is a topic that I have been contemplating with and just really looking at from every angle for about two weeks now. And full transparency, I recorded this episode totally like through all the way through. (laughs) I I totally did this episode last week. And listening back, I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, like feeling pretty empowered. But I I heard myself say right all the time. Like at the end of every sentence, I was like, right, right. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, I was just resonating with everything I was saying. Like my sacral was bouncing and I was like, yeah, right, right. And the more I sat with that, I was like, okay, that's right. (laughs) But also... It was almost like my mind was like like checking in with my soul like that's right, correct? Like like it <laughs> like my body knew the truth of what I was saying, but my mind wasn't fully there yet. This is an interesting experience that I have all the time and I I feel like it's really normal, but I don't I don't know how normal it actually is where I feel super clear on something or I'm I'm very grounded in a truth but my mind isn't and so it's like I'm I'm like running down two parallel paths at the same time hoping that I just like get on board I don't I don't really even know how to fully contextualize it I hope that you're you're like getting what I'm saying when I describe this but essentially what was happening was I felt confident. I felt like, yes, I can take up space. Yes, I choose to belong. So here I am. I mean, I launched a podcast. This was a huge step for me. And by doing that, I clearly believe I'm worthy of taking up space, right? (laughs) That must be. Yet I was feeling really frustrated and really stuck and not necessarily like knowing what was up. I mean, ultimately it was really a lot of overwhelm and I think this is again just something that's so normal when you're running your own business or you're just like on your own in a certain situation whether that's like planning your wedding or preparing dinner for your family or gardening right like any task that you take on 
can be very overwhelming when we just don't necessarily know what's the thing that's frustrating us. What's the thing that's holding us back? And I had a session with a dear friend, an incredible projector, AC Brown, and she helped me to see exactly what was happening, like get to the the meat of the situation. And really, I was just struggling. I was just feeling like I was in my own way mentally. I was forcing myself to struggle mentally because it almost felt too scary to just be sure. It almost felt too uncomfortable to just let everything start pouring out of me. So a little background, this podcast is the first like big step for me to to take up space and to let myself be loud and bold and say the truths that I have. Of course, Instagram is that to a degree, but I've never really felt fully safe on Instagram. I very much am... I mean, sometimes I do, right? Like sometimes I'll write something in my journal and then I just like basically copy and paste it and create a post and it's like, yeah, free, here we go. But a lot of times I create content through the lens of like what's going to land? What are people going to want? What did people react a lot to? It's very strategic. And I've been trying to find the balance between my past life in brand strategy and now being super intuitive like how can I let my mind get involved so that I take strategic steps to receive an external reward that I'm looking for but also not let those strategic steps overrule the intuitive dance and not to complicate things but then if I go too far to the extreme of okay I'm just going to honor my intuition I'm not going to use the strategic steps then I'm like completely apprehensive like I just don't want to do anything like overwhelm is to a whole nother degree because now it's just like oh my body will tell me when I want to do that thing well no it won't Taylor if you're just like stuck under overwhelm like at this fog that you don't know how to lift yourself up from so I go to record this podcast, I go to talk about what it is to choose to belong, how we can take up this space, how we can trust ourselves and feel safe in our body. And then I I realized I was still working through the next layer of this experience. And I I want to use that personal example to, to walk you through the layers of beliefs that hold us back from honoring what we know to be true. But before I can get there, I'm going to talk a little bit about what it is to belong and what stops us from feeling like we do. So in the last episode, I talked a lot about the experience of emotions and how we don't necessarily feel safe to have the emotions that we're having. And why that's such a special topic to me is because of this, like where we're going now with it. That when we feel like the feelings we have are bad and wrong, we feel like we're not allowed to have the experience that we're having, and yet we're having it. And so that is often a root problem or a root cause of why we don't feel like we fit in, why we don't feel like the people around us understand us or see us or choose us. And so there's this sense of not belonging. And so we will, the first thing to go is our own emotional processing. The first thing that we like, 
run away from is our own emotions because if we can avoid those, we can pretty consistently just fit in. We won't really rock the boat. We'll keep the peace. Everything will be calm and easy and natural. And that's like the just the natural pressure of fitting in, quote unquote, right? And I recently rewatched Brene Brown's Netflix special. I can't remember the title of it, but so good if you haven't watched it. I love Brene Brown. Love, love, love. And in in the special, she talks about how like the antithesis of belonging is fitting in. And I love that because it's so simply put. When we try to contort ourselves to fit into what we deem to be appropriate, we're stopping ourselves from just being expressed, from just being who we are. We're putting these barriers, these like containers around our expression to make sure that our expression fits in in the spot or the, the shape, the size that we see we're supposed to or we're allowed to take up. And this kind of this like obviously you're probably thinking about like experiences where this happened or details, but to me it's like this really happens throughout the process of childhood going into adulthood because we're still pretty comfortable. I mean, obviously it depends on your full experience, but when we're younger, we're still pretty comfortable to take risks. We're still pretty comfortable that like our friend on the playground may not may not like that one thing we do, especially if we have friends, like if we're on the popular side, then it's like, okay, maybe Sue's going to judge me, but I don't really care, right? We feel a little bit, like, safer to just not fit in, to just, like, be who we are. But in family dynamics, I don't necessarily think... You know what? As I say this, it's like, I feel like you're kind of one or the other. You either feel really safe to be who you fully are in family dynamics or in friendship dynamics. And that's so interesting. Just, like, right as I started to say that, I'm like, oh, well, actually, that's totally a me story. Um... All right, back on track. So I feel like there's kind of one area usually as as when you're younger that you kind of maintain that like natural, like if you're a little bit weird or a little bit nerdy or a little bit artsy, you let that side come out. And in the other social setting, you may kind of contort a little bit or it doesn't, it's like, eh, whatever. I just want, I just want this like experience to be easy. I don't want to have to like create any sort of, potential conflict or potential like me having to explain or justify something and that that second experience happens greatly in the corporate world or when we really get into like the the mundane like routine of just showing up and doing things and again don't get me wrong there's going to be pockets of life where you're naturally expressed there's probably like that one friend that you feel really safe with maybe even your therapist maybe it's like in your yoga class or when you run or with your family so many different situations but how often do you feel like you could just like take the stage and be yourself in any room with everyone you know there how often do you feel like you're just safe to be expressed and of course again now I'm thinking of like all these different energetics it's like okay well maybe you're like maybe you have an undefined identity and you're like a little bit different with this group of people and a little bit different with this group of people and like that's perfectly fine and maybe you like to be big with these people and you like to just like be chill with these people 
So I'm not, I'm not trying to say that there's like one way to, to belong, right? It doesn't mean that choosing to belong is being big and loud and expressive. You may be somebody that's quiet or more internal or more like in your own pace, in your own energy. Your choosing to belong is you choosing yourself. That's what it is. So it's easiest to identify for me as a pattern when it's like, quote unquote, the difference between like playing small and playing big. And and you can define what small and what big are for you, right? Small is something that is just you restricting your expression to any degree. Big is you letting yourself live out loud and be fully expressed. So when when we feel like it's more important to fit in than to just be who we are or to just let ourselves be expressed, we're making ourselves small in some way, shape, or form. And I believe the only way to really begin to peel those layers off and to like allow that bigness to really take up the space is to become aware of yourself, to become aware of how you function, how you move through things, what makes you tick what makes you feel good in human design your self theme right satisfaction peace um surprise um (laughs) success (laughs) i think that's all of them if if you can look at kind of these details about who you are to help affirm okay wait 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 i just said yes to that commitment but that thing that i said yes to actually really drags me down every time i do it i'm going to come back and i'm going to tell them no that's coming from a place of awareness that's coming from you understanding that that thing doesn't bring you joy that thing doesn't support you your expression it doesn't support anybody else's expression around you because if you're contorting yourself then the space that you're creating around you is a space of fitting in, a space of being somewhat smaller than you really want to be. And if you're paying attention to and becoming aware of these details about yourself, then you can make choices based off of that awareness. You can make choices that empower you to do the thing that would actually make you feel like you belong to do the thing that allows you to be expressed instead of doing the thing that you believe has you fit in now this is where it gets even like hilarious to me because the stories that we tell ourselves of like what it is to fit in or what people would appreciate or what people would value are all of our own mental making they're all from our analytical mind that's observing things throughout our life seeing what is accepted what isn't accepted what is loved what isn't loved and just filing that away and it's pretty underneath the radar it's totally subconscious sometimes you know about it sometimes most of the time you don't know about it and it's through those those pieces of information that we're determining what actions are quote unquote appropriate, lovable, valuable, etc. And what's funny, what's so funny about all of it is that the people on the other side, the people waiting to receive your expression, they want the purest form. So they don't it it's like they like, oh, I'm getting like tripped up in in how how complicated yet simple this experience is. Everybody around you Like all we want is to just experience authentic expression, authentic connection, authenticity. We just want you to be your whole self so that I can be my whole self. 
We just want to feel good and normal and at ease and allowed to just be with each other. And so when you tell yourself that you have to do X, Y, and Z in order to make the person over here feel comfortable, not only are you manipulating yourself, but you're manipulating them because you're not letting them experience the full version of your energy. You're not letting your whole self come out and then letting them decide what they want to take and what they want to leave. You're filtering yourself before you even get to them. <sighs> you know? <laughs> and it's this is something that I'm like, I'm, I'm getting passionate about it because it's like, I'm currently doing this. I am currently filtering myself or not taking up areas of space out of like, oh, well, I don't have my website perfectly done yet. So if I sent an email, like that would be weird. Would it? What? (laughs) Like making up these, these mental barriers, mental restrictions that stop me from even hearing the inner signal of like, hey, you have a message you want to type today. You know, like typically what will happen is I feel like I want to write something and then my mind is like immediately like, that's a really good idea. Write it in your notes and, and then like we'll circle back to it we damn near never circle back to it. (laughs) And so finally, like a huge thing for me was I am not using a listserv that I have, like a a list of emails. Mind you, I have been paying for an email service provider for about a year now. And that's, you know, that's like 20 bucks a month. And what? (laughs) Like how, how, how am I paying for this? So like, right, there's a part of me that's attached to the idea of expressing through this medium, but I can't even get myself to begin because of all the mental restrictions that I have around what it means to send an email. And that comes from all of the layers of the strategic mind that knows, okay, but when I send an email, I want a call to action and I want like links and I want, um, mock-ups and I want all these like intentional marketing materials to make the email worthwhile. But what I haven't been seeing is that in getting caught up with all of that, I've never sent an email. Of course I have sent, I think I've sent like two or three maybe. And if you, if you've ever taken my free course, Awareness of You, which actually is currently not available, it will be again soon. Um, but if you've taken that free course, that's, that, that's why I have the email service provider set up so that you enter your email and then you automatically get access to the course. And it's something I'm like just laughing at myself right now because it's something that is so silly. Like a huge part of me has loved the idea of this medium and another huge part of me has not even let me begun because it is, it is something that I have determined is a piece of the puzzle I'm not allowed to touch yet because I don't have all the other details figured out. But hello, I'm a 3-5 and I am really, really designed to take action along the way. Like it's like I, I, I build my message, I build my expression throughout taking those steps, throughout trying things and experimenting with things. And so if I'm waiting until everything's in the perfect position to take the first step, well, then I'm going to still need to take a bunch of other steps. So why would I wait? Why wouldn't I let everything like build itself as I take the steps? So this brings me all to my current journey of taking up space in, in this season, right? Because I really believe that we experience 
we experience things in timelines essentially and it's like these layers of the same frequency so we learn the same lesson over and over and over but we learn a different version of the lesson and we'll keep experiencing that same lesson until we've moved all the way through the frequency right so like if um, like what's a quick example like if you have commitment issues then you may learn initially the first lesson with like a friend where you you won't say yes to anything and then like they just kind of disappear and then the next time you learn the lesson you you now say yes to things but you flake a little bit or now right like it, it's these layers of things so it's I, and I, I'm harping on this for a second because I feel like we can get really hard on ourselves when we have that I've already learned this. Like, why is this coming up again? Okay, it's coming up again because there's a new piece of wisdom. There's a new nugget of information for you to access. And if you're rough on yourself for the fact that you're experiencing it, you're missing the gem of wisdom that's trying to reach you. So, you know, just like let yourself go there. But so this current layer that I'm in around taking up space really started with, well, okay, okay, okay. I'm about to try to explain a concept with no visuals, so bear with me. I see our range of frequency with a shadow on the left and the right. So it's like this this range of frequency where there's a core light frequency in the center and there's a shadow pole on the left and the right sides of it. And one side can be the repressive shadow, one side can be the reactive shadow. I kind of touch on this in the power of emotions episodes if you want to like hear more about that so this initial shadow for me was really like believing that something wasn't possible believing that I can't I can't possibly make a podcast I can't possibly just like take up that space just because I want to that would be crazy like somebody has to tell me to do it somebody has to give me permission to do it like I I or my work is not good enough That's the initial shadow and it's layer one. So to me, this is a mental barrier. This is basically an external shadow. This is something that you are, this is my, my example, but to universalize it, this initial layer is something that you've seen outside of yourself and you don't think, you don't even know how to access the inner confidence that would reframe that belief. So this is the external layer of the shadow. And for me, I overcame this with awareness, with like being able to understand like, I mean, I wanted to do a podcast for about two years and there were there were steps of that of like, okay, I'm not ready yet. I don't have the concept yet. I don't know what I'd talk about. And then one day it all dropped in. It was like, it's called being you. Here's your first guest and the blah, blah, blah. Like all these, all of it came through. And in that experience, I still dragged my feet. Even though now I have everything I want, I still dragged my feet. So I became really aware of it. What is happening? Like, I really want to start this podcast. What are the fears that are coming up? And I would just journal. I would just pay attention to it or I would talk to friends about it until I got to really the root. And for me, the root was I'm looking for somebody to give me permission. I'm looking for somebody to tell me that my work is good enough and therefore I should do it. Or my voice is powerful and therefore I should do it. So this external layer was, I don't want to call it easy to overcome, but it was something that I feel like I could kind of just step through by paying attention and then taking an audacious action. 
and that was actually launching the podcast. When I recorded the first two episodes and then launched them, it, it happened in like, I think it was like two days. Like I recorded the first episode and just that just kind of happened. I let it sit. I was like, oh, I'll probably re-record it. And then I recorded the second episode, listened back to the first one, was like, this is fire, put the intro and outro on both, and then uploaded them. And, like, it was so fast. So just getting myself into that action, just telling myself you can do this and taking an action that give that gave me that permission, even before I put it out into the world or anybody outside of me could see it or experience it, I felt like I was allowed to do it. I felt like I had moved through that first layer of the shadow. But then (laughs) I still wanted to stay small. Now it was like, okay, I have this podcast. And if people land on my website, they'll know. And if they're on my Instagram, they'll know. But I don't want to do anything, anything different. I don't want to step out of my comfort zone at all. And my comfort zone is just sharing a little bit on Instagram and sharing with people that I talk to. And this felt okay because I was like, oh, well, look at you, girl. You launched a podcast. Like, you are killing it. And then I had my session with AC. <laughs> and I realized I was allowing myself to struggle. I was, like, feeling this experience of, of like, being boxed in. Like, I've, I've been feeling almost, like, stifled. Like, and, and I want to say it's why isn't anybody noticing me or why isn't anybody paying attention to me? But that's not true. It's not that line of thought, though it's it's kind of linked to that because it's this sort of like, why isn't this as big as it feels to me? Why isn't the external experience of what I've created as big as the internal experience is? And it's because I'm contorting myself, because I'm holding areas of myself back. I'm not letting the expression be as wide as I possibly can. I'm not yelling it from the rooftops. I'm very delicately being like, hey, I launched a podcast. Yeah, I launched a podcast. Like, you you know what I mean? I I mean, I hope you're laughing because I hope you're sitting there feeling like, yes, I I have done this or noticing areas where you do this and, and laughing about it because... It's not, it's not the end of the world. It's the way that you find yourself to the light frequency. We take one step at a time. So that first shadow was overcome with like actually launching the podcast. And then this second shadow was really more of like, or this one isn't necessarily, it's, it's kind of, it's like an internal shadow, I guess you could call it. But this one is less of a mental barrier. And now it's like a body barrier. Now it's like a subconscious. So this is where, like I was saying earlier, like, my my body kind of was like on board and with it, but my mind couldn't catch up. My mind didn't understand what my body was feeling because it was still kind of on the same narrative of, okay, but like, is, is it going to be good? What do people think? What are people saying? And so this this like internal shadow or core experience is really the fear that maintains that subconscious belief. It's the fear that you're latching onto that allows that initial belief of this isn't possible or is my work good enough or I can't do this or whatever to exist and to be maintained. And so I had to look at what's the real fear? What's underneath all of this? And ultimately, the real fear for me was if I if I send an email out to my list of people, the thing, the like the piece of of promotion, the marketing tool I have yet to use. If I use it now and leverage that, 
and nobody responds or I get a ton of unsubscribes, then what? Because then I will have failed because I've been saving this platform to be the thing that gives me that version of success. <laughs> like I had to see how silly that was. Like that I'm putting all this pressure on a platform I've never used. That I'm putting all this like expectation on a, a communication tool that I'm not even comfortable with yet. Like that doesn't even make sense. If people unsubscribe, unsubscribe. Great. Like then I get even closer to a more accurate audience of people who want to receive my energy. So this was really me like now I sent I sent the email. Okay, <laughs> I sent the first email and I, I really just let it be like an expression of writing. I, I allowed myself to sit down and just like write something that was coming up and coming through. And then I turned that into the email. So instead of like trying to strategically think of like, what do I need to say to get people to listen to this? It was like, here's like the lens behind the episode that I wrote two, three weeks after recording this episode, right? <laughs> like, uh, anyway, I feel sweet relief right now. And I feel this sense of confidence and knowing that I'm doing what's correct for me because I I want to take actions I want to move forward and share my message without feeling this like massive restriction of like am I going to belong am I going to be rejected if I do it this way am I going to be ignored or is my message going to be mocked like because even just saying that out loud, it's like, oh my God, that would suck. That would suck. But it's reality and it's worth the potential of that happening. It's worth it to have yourself be expressed. And that's true. Like there's no, no negotiating on that for me. So ultimately taking that step brings me back to like the light, the core essence of really knowing that the belief isn't valid and that I just need to nurture the fear with love. So I can do this and it'll be great because I feel like myself and I feel satisfied. And as long as that is what I'm kind of like marking as my guidepost, I'm in alignment. And and that's the only goal, like expression and alignment. That Those are the two things that I'm focused on. So that that example, I, I hope I hope you could follow it, but that example is really moving from the shadow to the core to the light. And in this space, when when we have a doubt, when we have a mental belief and then like a physical subconscious barrier, when we have both of these, which we always do, every belief has both that like narrative and that subconscious like lock on your body. Our our actions can outweigh the belief. So it, it can be worked through without even like looking at it. I believe that. But without awareness, it feels harder than it needs to be. It is genuinely a struggle when you're not aware of what's happening. So like I was saying, for me, I, I just felt like I was struggling. I just felt like I was like, oh my, oh my gosh, like what's next? I'm overwhelmed with all the things I want to create. I'm overwhelmed with the tasks. And what that was really coming down to was there was an action I wanted to take that I couldn't let myself even look at the fear I felt around that action, which stopped me from, from taking the action that would have helped to rewrite the belief. Are you following? <laughs> am, I, am I still making sense? So right now, 
the biggest thing that I notice that stops us from feeling like we can really belong, from feeling like we can really take up that space whenever we, whenever we want, is our physical bodies. And this is something that I come back to all the time because when I meditate in the morning, when I ground myself into my physical body, I feel like I can do anything. I feel like anything I say is wisdom. Anything I do is powerful action. It's like this like very, very like almost like high standard for just expression. I'm just like satisfied with, with my existence. And when I don't do that, I'm kind of like, it's, I always notice this after the fact, right? Or else I would meditate every single day all the time. But I notice after the fact, it's like, oh, I'm not really grounded. I'm not really confident in the actions I'm taking. And I share this lens because to me, we are souls in a human form. So to me, the expression can really only happen when we root our essence in our human form. And we live in a society that just constantly reminds you of what it is that you do or don't do or have or don't have that that makes you worthy, that makes you be able to belong with the group or feel like you are connected or lovable or whatever. Insert all the things I've been saying, right? And in this in this lens on culture, we are just hardwired to consider our body in relationship to everybody else, to compare our physical form to everybody else's physical form. Especially being in a white dominant society, we have so much toxic whiteness that has anybody who's not white have to deal with a whole nother layer of belonging and acceptance and looking at, okay, my body is perfect. My skin tone, my complexion, every detail of my body. Skin tone and complexion are the same, right? Anyway, so this is where it's so important for you to look at what beauty standards, what societal expectations on your body do you have that restrict you from feeling confident in the skin that you are in? Okay, don't get me wrong. I will later today probably have this feeling of like, oh my gosh, my body is so amazing. Yes. And within two to three hours of that experience, I will judge something about my body. It is like clockwork. And all that I can do right now is encourage myself to notice that and to reframe it every single time. And luckily I have a partner who helps me to do that. I love to like share with him my insecurities so that he knows the things that are coming up and can like just instantly help to reframe that also friends, yourself, your journal, right? Like there's so many different ways, but the point of this is that when we judge our physical bodies, we're judging the home of our soul. And I like to think of it like that if you're if you're judging your physical body, it's like your soul is inside of like a decrepit house. It's afraid to take steps. It's afraid to go like too far to the left. It's afraid to expand in this one room because like what if the ceiling cracks? But when we love our bodies, our soul is moving around in this like luxury mansion and it is like oh my gosh can I touch the tile can I touch the floor can I can I burst through the ceiling is that a skylight I'm coming through like it is so excited to take up the space so how can you challenge any sort of beauty standard or physical belief that you have about yourself 
from the lens of this is my soul's home. This is where my essence lives. And I chose this physical form. I chose the details of this body and I want to be inside of it. This is a huge thing for me. When I don't feel confident in my body, when I don't feel good in my form, I doubt a lot more. I get so much more scared. I get so uncomfortable because I have this like underlying energetic experience of like this body isn't good. This this <laughs> the container that I exist in isn't good enough. And when I'm thinking that, then how in the world could my essence believe that its energy is good enough? If the physical form isn't, then together we can't create anything. I could go down that path forever, but my point is really that you are here to love yourself. You are here to fully be expressed and that cannot happen if you don't love your expression and the form your expression takes. So for all of this, it's really about accessing inward, going in and knowing that you belong, that you are so perfectly designed. Every single aspect of you is intentional. And so when you become aware of those aspects and you get to know the details, the things that make you feel really good, the things that don't make you feel good, the things that support you to take actions that make you feel good. When you develop that self-awareness, you develop trust. You develop a foundation of knowing that every single choice you make is for you. And you develop this trust in the overall process, in the process that you are this essence in a physical form and you have so much you want to deliver in this lifetime. So anytime that you're looking outside of yourself and you're wondering, am I allowed to do this? Do they like what I'm doing? Is this okay? Do I belong? Stop and pull yourself inward. Put your hand over your heart and have a moment. Remember that you are divine. You are perfect. And you are every single thing that you need to be. You just need to let yourself be expressed.